Hey, Yodis, welcome to the CSUSB Advising Podcast. My name is Matt Markin, an academic advisor here at Cal State San Bernardino. And today we're going to learn more about the bachelor's degree in ethnic studies. And to learn more about this major, we welcome our special guest, history and ethnic studies professor, Dr. Diana Johnson. Dr. Johnson, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your path into higher ed and, and being at CSUSB? Yeah, um, so I'll try to be a little brief. Um, I'm originally from Washington State, and so my my path into ethnic studies, and I'm also a trained historian, my path into both those fields is really entangled with my personal background. So I grew up in the Yakima Valley, kind of a medium-sized um, agricultural community in Washington. My dad is Mexican, my mom is white, so I grew up kind of at the nexus of of two different communities and, you know, racial or ethnic experiences. And so that was always kind of at the center of my, my world and my, you know, kind of understanding of U.S. society. I always wanted to learn more when I was in school, but in K through 12, I felt like I was, I was really interested in history, but I didn't see those experiences reflected a lot of times or the experiences of my family or wanting to, you know, know more about racial inequality and, you know, race and ethnicity at large in the U.S. So I was kind of frustrated by that. But then when I went to college, I, you know, became a history major and in particular was influenced also, I uh, minored in African-American studies and was particularly influenced by my African-American studies and Chicano studies professors. And then wanted to kind of push the historical field a little bit more in uh, kind of merging those two fields. And uh, that led me to uh, eventually do my PhD at UC Davis. I uh, am also a first-gen student. So I worked with a mentoring program in my undergrad called the McNair Scholars Program, which helps underrepresented students and first-gen students pursue a PhD. And so that's how I even learned about what a PhD was, and how to go to, to graduate school and, and all of those processes. Um, so that was a really important part of my academic path. And then I was you know, accepted to UC Davis, did my PhD in history, and decided to study uh, race and ethnicity and activism. And specifically, I, in my research, I look at uh, multiracial coalition building coming out of Seattle and Washington State at large in the 70s and 80s. And I look at Asian American, uh, Chicano, Native American, and African American um, activism. And so uh, my work is very racially relational and, and very much uh, activist focused and influenced by both history and ethnic studies uh, fields. And then I applied to CSUSB. I was really excited about this dual appointment that I have. So I'm actually 50% in the history program and 50% in ethnic studies. So it was kind of this perfect uh, melding of, of this of two worlds for me or two disciplines. And then I also got the opportunity because we just launched the ethnic studies program this last fall as a department. I knew with its position that I would have the opportunity to build the program. And so to build the major and the department from the ground up was something that was really exciting to me. So that also drew me to uh, CSUSB. Yeah, sounds like a lot of exciting opportunities uh, happening. So really great to hear that. And how would you describe the, the ethnic studies major? Yeah, so ethnic studies is interdisciplinary. It is, you know, inherently grounded in the activism voices and lived experiences of people of color. 
and in particular comes out of the 1968 student strikes at SF State, uh, led by the Black Student Union, and also is very much coalitional, includes uh, student groups that represent particularly Asian American, Native American, and Chicano students in conjunction with Black students um, within you know, this leading position in, in BSU at SF State, who are challenging um, the fact that the curriculum doesn't reflect the histories and lend lived experiences of, in particular, those four different communities. Um, who are ch- uh, These students are also challenging um, the racism, white supremacy entangled within the U.S. education system, the lack of faculty of color, lack of you know curriculum authored by um, scholars of color. And so these students in 68 and part of this are part of this larger climate of protest and are really, you know, focused on and then create actually the discipline of ethnic studies. So the ethnic studies major at CSOSB reflects that. We reflect those um, kind of the four pillars of these four different communities that are have been integral to the foundation of the discipline. Um, but then we're also uh, relational. So we're always looking at um, communities of color in relation to one another. Our classes are transnational. So if you look at our bulletin, we're interested as a department in topics like immigration and migration and you know, global capitalism. Um, we look at in our classes, um, media studies, popular culture, and we're very much um, you know grounded in this interdisciplinary uh, nature of the field since its foundation. So Uh, Students will be looking at a variety of fields coming together, psychology, anthropology, history, uh, literature, media studies. And so although we reflect, as I've I've said, kind of the foundation of the field and the four kind of pillars um, going back to 1968, then we're also expansive um, in terms of being um, intersectional, transnational and uh, relational. And aside from the bachelor's degree, do you also offer a minor in ethnic studies? Yes, so we have an 18-unit um, minor, and then our major is 30-semester units as well. So I encourage students to, you know, start with a minor, potentially um, start with the introductory courses, and then hopefully uh, learn more and potentially be engaged in the major. Awesome. And you kind of answered a little bit of this already, like with the history of it. Uh, but generally speaking, um, is there anything you want to add in terms of like other things that students might be learning, like in some other classes or learning within the major? Yeah. So um, we're very focused on, as I was saying, like activism, lived experiences of BIPOC communities, communities of color. Um, we're also consistently uh, deconstructing structural racism, institutional racism. So always kind of thinking about those kind of two sides to the major. And I think in most of our classes, students will be looking at those um, really large structures of oppression and racism, um, whether it be within education itself, which reflects the history of ethnic studies as a field, within immigration systems, within uh, media, housing, all these kind of really large institutional facets of uh, racial inequality are absolutely core to a lot of the things that students will be learning about. And then paired with a lot of resistance efforts. So how do people of color, you know, shape um, U.S. society, shape uh, resistance and and challenges to a lot of these um, systems of oppression and systems of uh, white supremacy. And then, of course, uh, like, questions we get from students revolve around careers uh, with with majors. Um, So when you get like that career question of what can I do with this major or what kind of careers are connected potentially with this major, um, how would you answer that? 
Yeah, so it's a great question. I mean, we're definitely building, you know, it's our first year as a, as a department, as I stated. So we're definitely kind of building in and thinking about how we can integrate that knowledge within the major to guide students towards certain careers. Um, I would really say that ethnic studies, so understanding, you know, the experiences of people of color and in U.S. society and structural racism, I mean, that can pair with almost any field, right? Or can be an amazing asset to, I think, almost any field of study. But in particular, if we're thinking about ethnic studies, specifically as a major, students go into nonprofit work, government work, um, education, sometimes graduate school, pursuing, you know, a master's or PhD in ethnic studies. We're also working on uh, the K through 12 teaching track. So hopefully students at COCOSB in the near future will have the opportunity to be trained uh, to teach ethnic studies at the K through 12 level. Um, so that's something we're very excited about and is a growing um, mandate in the K through 12 system in California as well. So there'll be a lot of uh, career opportunities around teaching uh, within our major coming up. And let's say students listen to this and they're like, oh. I'm now interested in, in potentially maybe declaring this as my major, but maybe they're like on the fence of declaring. Uh, do you have any suggestions for that student? Yeah, I mean, the first suggestion would be to reach out to any faculty where, you know, a small department that's really mentor and advising focused. We are, love working with our students face to face as much as possible. And so definitely come talk to us about any um potential concerns you might have or concerns that students might have regarding, you know, where can this major fit in terms of their career pathways, as we, as we just discussed. Um, also, we're, we're a fairly lower unit major, so I'd love for students who are double majoring to come discuss um, those opportunities with us and what that could look like. So all the kind of different pathways, uh, both, you know, in terms of uh, managing the curricula, managing their units as a potential major or double major, but then also the um, career opportunities afterward, because I think, yeah, that's often something that gets obscured or muddled in terms of what are the specific things students are going to do after they graduate with a major in ethnic studies. Yeah, and you were mentioning, uh, too, that uh, with this major, about 30 units, uh, so lower uh, unit major, so potentially could pair well with, like, uh, doing a minor, doing a, a sec doing another bachelor's degree, so doing two. But then also uh, one of the classes that's required for the bachelor's is Ethnic Studies uh, 1000 or 1400, which cool thing is that also counts as one of the GE requirements anyway. That's a really good point. Yeah, so you're already off to a good start. Um, and then we'd love to, uh, the faculty in our department would love to uh, talk to students more one-on-one -on -one and really um, think about, help students think about the trajectory that they could take within ethnic studies. Yeah, definitely. Now, of course, um, misconceptions might come up too about certain majors. Um, do you think there might be any misconceptions students might have about the ethnic studies major? The one major thing I can think of is when I, when I work with students, I think there's an understanding of our classes being focused on primarily the history of race in the U.S. And although history is an important piece of our field and that's an you know, important grounding in the foundation of ethnic studies, I think maybe students aren't as aware of the interdisciplinary nature of the field. And so we, how we bring in all these different fields and that and theories, whether it be, you know, critical race theory or intersectionality and how, you know, really the convergence of all of these different fields of study is such a strength to building ethnic studies as a program. And also that allows students if, if to think about, you know, the different trajectories they could take within the major when they're 
potentially in the senior seminar and they're able to do their own research, right? That allows students to tap into so many different disciplines that might pique their interest. And that's all within this kind of larger umbrella of ethnic studies. So I think um, that is something I'd really like to promote and hopefully um, helps engage students in the different uh, research pathways they could take. And then are there any resources uh, that you can recommend for students or that your department uh, might offer students? Yeah, so again, we're, we're a new program. So unfortunately, we don't have, you know, we're hope, hope to build, you know, like an ethnic studies club or scholarship programs um, as we move forward. Um, right now, I think some of the biggest resources we offer just uh our, our faculty, as I said, being so engaged and interested in student membership and advising, so um, being very willing to work one-on-one with students and, and very much uh, loving that level of engagement with students. Um, we also have some things in the works. Um, one of our faculty, Dr. Aaron Brown, for instance, is working on some different workshops uh, that will hopefully run next year to help engage students in ethnic studies research um, outside of the classroom. So those will be things that we'll hopefully be announcing. But a lot of that is kind of in the works and in its beginning stages. And then if a student has any questions, you're mentioning potentially reaching out to faculty. Um, how would they get that information? Like, would they look it up on the directory or go to the website? Yeah, so if students have any questions, I'd encourage them. I mean, all of our uh, contact information is on the Ethics Studies website at CSUSB. So email is a great way to reach out, but also office hours um, in person. Our main Ethics Studies office is in um, SB 302. So we have Ethics Studies suite that we're building and, you know, getting more and more uh, Ethics Studies faculty on board. So definitely also drop by or email us and uh, we'll We'll, uh, of course, tell you when office hours are, and we'd love to, you know, meet with students uh, one-on-one. Sounds good. Dr. Johnson, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. (laughs) 